Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and watching it. And please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Cowboy Entrepreneur. Today we have a dear friend and uh, uh, just a great person. Uh, Kendra Dixon is on the show. And Kendra is a founder of Stall High. And she's also was a host of Women's Pro Rodeo TV on RFD TV. And uh, so you'll hear her voice and you'll probably recognize it. So uh, Kendra, thanks for being on the show. Hey, Scott, thanks for the invite. I'm really excited to be here and uh, talk shop with you today. Absolutely. So we got to meet uh, last weekend at Camp Cowboy uh, for military veterans. And man, we just had so so much fun, or I did, and uh, talking. I was like, man, I got to get you on the show. I know our, our viewers will love seeing you and hearing what you do. And and uh, so I'm glad you made time. I appreciate it. So uh, Absolutely. let's talk about you. How, so growing up, were you surrounded with horses or was it something you, that you came to a little bit later? I was surrounded with a lot of horses. Oh, up. well, tell us I, about it. What a blessing. That's the way to do it. So I've been in the saddle since before I could walk or talk. Mm -hmm. So um, my native language is definitely Western. <laughs> and as I've, as I've gotten older and kind of made the shift, you mentioned stall high. Um, I've had to pick up a second language and learn how to speak geek in the past few years, but uh, definitely my roots are founded in East Texas. I grew up on a large working ranch, 1500 acres, where my dad uh, ran kind of a motley crew of wild and waspy cattle, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, he also had a passion for training and racing thoroughbred racehorses, and I've always been a daddy's girl. I was his stick type. I was Love the it. chef and I grew up as a very timid kid, but wherever my dad went, I was right by his side and we rode a million miles training horses together. And I didn't particularly like the thoroughbreds, but I liked being with my dad. So I no. learned a lot from both. I, even back then I tended to gravitate to the good, quiet ranch gildings. And that's Absolutely. my signature style in barrel racing and the kind of horse I prefer riding today. But it definitely uh, behooved me to learn from both sides uh, of that industry. Oh, man, that's so great. That's so great. And I understand what you mean by waspy cows. I used that in a speech one time. They were like, what do you mean? And those suck. <laughs> it's absolutely. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. I did too, man. I love it. And, and I, I appreciate you saying that because that was going to be one of my questions was, you know, working with different horses and different breeds and some are, you know, really calm and quiet to coming off something like that. You know, I think it really helps. What do you think as far as being a trainer now? Well, I've, I've always been a visual learner mm -hmm. and I've always been able to communicate more successfully with horse, horses than people. So it really stretches me to have to communicate with people and have to express what's in here right. so that it makes sense to the listener. It's way easier for me with horses. Yeah. Um, now, watching my dad and watching the cowboys that helped him pin cows and train horses, I have more visuals than I actually got verbal instructions. Makes sense. So for me, when we saddled up and went to work, it was very clear that it was work and that was our mm -hmm. livelihood. Like 
literally sometimes the light bill depended on it. So I knew not to let a cow get by me and I needed a horse that would listen to me and not fight me or be argumentative or, um, plus I'm a daddy's girl. I wanted to make my dad proud every day. So I, I could see them saddle up on a horse and the best horses were quiet when we left the barn. They could move, they could pick up and get in front of a cow in, you know, a 300 acre patch if need be. But mm-hmm. then coming back, they dropped their head. They had that run and walk in those reins. Oh, As my friend so said, there was always a smile in the reins and those reins were just a slapping. And those horses were just as calm going home as they were going out. So it's so it just makes me smile because there's nothing like that. Riding that horse and you're in sync with that horse and they do a good job and you're satisfied at the end of the day. And but it, it's so important to have that horse, that calm horse you can trust that understands the job because it is the light bill. It is whether you're going to eat groceries that week. Right. Um, it's very serious. So it, it is a, a important partner in this whole deal. I don't get to chase cows like I did growing up, but a few years ago, Punk Carter invited me to go check mm-hmm. fence, uh, one of his places he leases uh, between here and Solana. And it felt so good. I mean, just to saddle up and go ride country like that. And the it was spring, so the grass was real tall and kind of like today, it was real windy. And I got this analogy. I had like a, a vision. For me, that must be what it feels like to be a surfer. And you're uh, heading out, like you're you're heading out, and you know it's going to be a great day. You see big waves coming, and it just it like makes your heart uh, a little harder. And that's what it feels like heading out on a good horse. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I feel your passion. I hear your passion. I love that so much, and and I think it's contagious. I think it's important for the people in our industry to feel that, but also for outside the industry. You know, there's so many people that watch or listen to our show that have never been on a horse but they want to get engaged with it. And, and people like you that are such great ambassadors, it's so important. And, and I appreciate that. How, how would somebody that's never been in a pasture situation or even riding fence, how do, how do you encourage someone or help somebody get to that level? Like anything, start small. Absolutely. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. Um, it looks fun when you see barrel racers or team ropers on TV. It looks so cool. And I'm glad it does. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you get to the point where you see them competing at the national finals, they've invested decades to be there. So right. they didn't start out fast. They started yeah. out very slow. And again, the older I get, the more I value not just slow work, but precision work. And what I'm now learning from our friends, our mutual friends, um, Michael Richardson and Leanna Ray, um, wow, there, there's so much that I didn't know about as far right. as the, the connection between horse and rider and how our, our nervous systems can actually get in sync. And when you're riding a horse that just doesn't click, like it doesn't fit, there's a reason. There's a neurological and a physiological reason. And that blows my mind. I'm so fascinated to keep learning every day um, to be able to help people understand and and just know, hey, there's nothing wrong with going slow. And if you'll actually enjoy the journey, you'll learn more going slow than you do going fast. I I love that. I think that process of going slow is going to one day put them so much further ahead in their training. 
wherever they are because they don't skip a step. And it's just like training horses. You skip a step, eventually you're going to have to come back to that step. It'll show. It will <laughs> always does. Yep, it'll come out. And, yeah. and it definitely um, handicaps your horse. It, that horse is going to plateau. If, there's a, if, if you missed a step in the training process, um, not only will they not reach their fullest potential, which is what we want every horse to do, right? Absolutely. But as someone in the business, you lose out on that value. You're forfeiting right. value by trying to rush the process. Right. No, absolutely. Um, so, so for somebody that's maybe, you know, we got a lot of uh, metropolitan people that watch. How can they get involved? I mean, do you think it's best to find a trainer and how do you find a trainer to go maybe ride with? Or is it to watch videos or how do they get involved? I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, huh. I'm just going to like just slide it in here. I'm thinking. Um, now that I have, uh, you know, kind of stepped into the digital world and launched the app Stall High. Um, we now have a process and a program that people can plug into before they own the horse, before they ride a horse, so that they get the training and the support they need to go do that activity in confidence. And I have yeah. a team of amazing people um, to help you make those decisions along the way. And and if this is what you really want to do. Um, after you do have that first ride or, you know, your first year of uh, being around horses and you want to take it more serious and you want to actually um, either learn to train a horse yourself or compete with a horse, we can help flatten that learning curve. So it's not as financially, physically or as emotionally risky as it would be going it alone. Oh, man. And it's, it's, it's so good, I think, because it shortens up the training process because you're able to do that before you have that investment. And and you're not skipping steps at the same time. So it really is a benefit. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just like kind of geeking out on the results we're getting. Because when we started this, we thought, well, hey, you know, because of 2020, we learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Mandatory stall rest taught me a lot. Right. And that's when I really like kicked it into a, a stall higher gear. And we launched Stall High the app uh, in 2020. Um, I knew that the whole world was embracing technology and going online more. We had to figure out how do you teach someone how to ride? How do you teach someone how to shave half a second off their barrel time online instead of the way I've always done it out there teaching one at a time? Or if I did a clinic, 25 to 55 students at a time. Right. As much as I love that, it's not very practical and it's hard to be a student in, in that environment because I'm trying to pour 40 plus years of experience into four hours or 40 minutes or even two days. And if you're standing in line with 25 other riders, that's a very watered down process, even at its best. There's only so much you can absorb. So now that we're online, right, people can access the library, which is kind of like Netflix, but not like Netflix, um, and come to live classes and interact. And we now have software that is, this just blows my mind once again, and Scott Robinson is like playing a crucial role in making this happen. So I'm so appreciative. We are now developing the software and merging software together so that we can't just show someone 
the biomechanics or the mechanical errors that are happening with, you know, the tack not being adjusted correctly, or if they're using a, a more traditional or one of the popular training methods that actually only works for a few of the horses, but mm -hmm. makes things worse for most. Well, right. now we have software, get this, this is so wild, that it. is going to help train feel. So I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited to bring so, this. That's so good, um, Kendra. That's so good. Because feel is so hard to wild. explain, it's so hard to teach, but once you get it, like that horse going home with the rain swinging, that's feel. That's like melted butter. You know, that is the best. And if you can train for that, that's the one element that's never been trained. Until now. And once you have experienced that, mm -hmm. you're spoiled. Right. Oh, You've absolutely. Had mignon. Yeah, absolutely. Concession stand, nacho cheese just ain't the same. No, it tastes right? different. Yeah. So now that. So the other day, while you guys were in there talking about media and, and the show and what's coming, right, for the cow right. cowboy entrepreneur and Camp Cowboy, I was in the other room on a phone call. And this is so cool. They are shipping me a device. They're going to hook me up to all of these little gadgets. I'm going to go ride my bay mare, who is like the most awesome demo horse. And the computer is going to collect all the data on my movements. Once we have that, I, we can then put it on a rider so that they can feel and be alerted when their hand is mechanically in a position that's going to put too much pressure on the bars of that horse's mouth. So they'll be notified. They'll feel like a, a little, awesome. hello, like yeah. your hands in the red zone. Kendra talked about, pick your elbow up and get further up the neck. So you're, what I say is guiding to the side. We want to lift into the soft tissue rather than um, when you keep your hands too low, you end up putting pressure on the bars, whether you mean to or not. Well, I, I love it because it's it's better for the horse. It makes the training process so much smoother. And, and, and you know, and for people that are trying to learn to do, uh, you know, barrel race or just learn more, you know, different disciplines, to have that knowledge coming from someone, a top tier rider like you and a great, great, great teacher, um, they're not having to wait in line in the hot sun to have their 10 minutes with you at a camp. They're able to do it around the world. Yes. Yeah, and yes. I love that. So. We've got so many other coaches and amazing horsemen and even a, a professional bull rider on our team, Vin Johns. We call him awesome. Invincible. <laughs> but he started as a professional gymnast before he became a professional bull rider. Wow. So he's got strategies and techniques up his sleeve for mental and physical um, awareness to help us as a competitor in the saddle. Man, that's so great. And let, let's talk about social media um, real quick before the break. How can people follow you and follow uh, Stall High? Well, they can always download the app, Stall High. Um, I have a collection of bits at shopstallhigh.com. And then I have a little something special for the show today. So awesome. when, we, when we come back and finish out, I, I have right. a special discount for uh, this, this training program and process we're talking about. Sounds wonderful. Well, we'll be right back on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show with Kendra Dixon talking about Style High, all these new training techniques. This is a really exciting show and a fun show. And, and uh, we'll be right back after uh, this quick break. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. 
For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Hi, and welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knutson, here with Kendra Dixon founder of Stall High, and she was a host of Women's Pro Rodeo Today on RFD TV. So Kendra, we're talking about so much exciting stuff and really groundbreaking things for the industry. And, I know. And, I'm, I'm so it, excited to talk to somebody else who gets it. Because yeah, I'm telling you I what. I get excited I, and I, I love it. on and they look at me like I have three heads and 14 eyes. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's something new in our industry and our industry is getting better about change. And, uh, you know, the horses are changing our, the places we ride, the stall, the, the dirt, everything is better. And the training we've kind of been stuck on, you know, where we are, but this is a new technology that I believe in. And I believe can help so many people not only rise in levels in training, but also get new people into the industry. And that's, that's a big focus for me personally. Um, what has some of the feedback been from the people that do get it? Oh, wow. So that, that's another great question. Thank you for asking. So, um, even though we started pretty small, well, let me take that back. When I started promoting stall high app as an alternative to Facebook, just for horse people, an alternative social media platform for horse people, it took off like wildfire and it had like. I think we had 11,000 people on the app like overnight. Wow. Well, as the sole underwriter who did not have a specific business plan for that, it just sounded like a good idea. I was completely unprepared for that. And mm. it's, it's expensive. Yeah. You think social media is free as the user. It ain't free and right. it ain't cheap. No. So I really had to like pull back on that and come up with a different strategy. Um, and what we've been offering is an online mentor program. Um, and the people that we have enrolled, the riders that enrolled in that and have been, um, committing time 
to come and learn from our team of coaches, the case studies, the success stories coming out of Stall High are life-changing. And it's just time and time and time again. And the value is that we don't have to cram 40 years into one training session or one weekend because we can piece it up in very, very small, very digestible and consistent sessions with our riders and they can access what's already been filmed and documented. Well, that's when amazing things are starting to happen. That's when we're seeing results that I could never achieve with people. Even my best riders that could come multiple times a week, we couldn't, we couldn't achieve these results because I didn't have an extensive team like I do today. So I couldn't, I couldn't lean on other people that have experience teaching what I teach or different facets of it. Um, And, and just having the, having it broken down into multiple steps. So smaller steps, more consistently, that's how we're getting results. I love that. I love that. So what what advice do you have to somebody that is, you know, I, I think it's so important to use technology to advance our industry, no doubt. But how, what advice do you have for somebody that's trying to figure it out, like on the other side, you know, to, to trust it, I understand, but how, how can they use it as a consumer? Well, so specifically in the horse market, I feel like a lot of people still shy away from it. And I understand because we're busy. Mm-hmm. We tend to, to take on a lot physically and financially. And our horses depend on us for everything. Feet, shoes, supplements, vet care, clean the stall, train them. We're spending so much time in the saddle that it really, it is difficult. And it is a challenge to carve out time in your day to commit to technology. Right. And what is bizarre to me, I never, ever thought I would change my time and be spending more time on this Mac than I do on horseback. If you had right. told me that five years ago, I would have argued toe to toe. Nope, never doing that. Not me. Nope, it's not going to be me. Right. But I recognize it's <laughs> it. There's no way around it. Like it is today. Do we still appreciate the way we've done business? Yes. Do we still make deals with a handshake? Yes. Do we still have um, values and traditions and and characteristics that are very valuable and very relevant to the rest of the world? Yes. Well, how mm-hmm. do we get our voice and our message out there to the rest of the world? Right. They're going to find us through social media. They're going to find mm-hmm. us using technology. We're going to advance. So I like to think of it as, yes, we have one boot grounded in tradition, but we got to have one boot stepping forward. Into Absolutely. The Absolutely. I appreciate you saying that, you know, because we're moving forward and using more technology. We still don't forget our past, you know, because that, that's so that's ingrained in us, you know, um, but we have to to move forward and get better. You know, the NFL, the NBA, the pro baseball, they all use technology uh, to save their bodies, to learn in different environments. And even when they're not at the, the stadiums are still learning. And I think we're remiss if we don't. So that's why I appreciate this technology so much is if other sports are doing it at a, at a, at a big level, I consider our sport even bigger, you know, just the Fort Worth rodeo alone outdraws the Super Bowl. Yes. You know, financial impact. 
And we have four or five of those big roads just in Texas. So, and that's just rodeo. That's not the other events. So we have to use this technology to um, treat our industry the way it should be treated. 100%. And you mentioned the NFL and I I could botch these numbers, but I won't be far off. Nobody will know. People, uh, I'll ask our peers, you know, how much do you think the horse economy contributes to the U.S. government every year? And they'll say, they don't, I, I don't know, you know, um, you know, one or two billion. Mm-mm. I said, no. go again. I don't know. Twelve. I think the NFL, if I'm correct, it's between 14 and 17 billion per year. Mm-hmm. The horse industry right. contributes 33 billion annually to the U.S. Mm-hmm. economy. And I think because we are spending so much time in our own little world, we got our blinkers on, right? We're in the saddle. We're focused on the horse and our goals. And we work hard that I think many times, and I am certainly guilty of this, not recognizing our own value as a community, as a, as a people group, as um, a major player in the global economy. We have so many things going for us that i I'm proud that I can give people a place to connect on the World Wide Web through Stall High. Absolutely. It's so well said. And then the number's accurate. And, and you know, that's just U.S. It's, it, this is a worldwide deal, it, what we're in. And, and uh, where football isn't some of the other sports. And I don't compare ourselves to them because I think our history is a lot longer. Um, but mm-hmm. um, it, and it also creates so much more room for entrepreneurs. What advice do you have for entrepreneurs that are maybe not in the industry, but like they're hearing you right now and they're getting inspired and they're in an apartment in a metropolitan area. And they're like, I want to be a part of that. How can somebody do that? Find a coach. Yeah, that's good. um, Set aside time in your day. And so I, I now listen to audiobooks, podcasts, YouTubes. I hire people to help me. I hire advisors, consultants, coaches. I'm blessed with mentors. I'm I'm looking at Scott Robinson saying, will you be my mentor? Will you be an yeah. advisor? When we grow to the point to where we have an advisory board, I want him on that board. Sure, absolutely. He's already been where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And that definitely can expedite things for anyone who's trying to figure things out. Um, If you don't know who to reach out to, get started. We have technology. It's right here. Google it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Google it and then take it serious. Even if you can only commit 15 minutes a day to listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. this one, Cowboy Entrepreneur, start Mm -hmm. here. So that you can start challenging yourself to think and rethink the way you've always done things. It's really not as scary as you would think. I mean, for people that work around horses and cattle every day, it's a lot less scary than what we face down on a daily basis. Absolutely. Uh, So well said. So well said. And, and, you know, it's hard to schedule that. You know, like you said, your, your time in the saddle and your time in the computer flipped one day. And for me, I have to schedule, you know, so I make sure I'm writing and I make sure I'm in my technology. And I do, I, I myself, I listen to other people's podcasts and I'm on the road where I can learning. And, and, and uh, because if when the horses are teaching you, 
every day. There's, they're always teaching whether I'm learning or not. That's on me, but they're always teaching. And I think the same with the technology. I just have to schedule it. How, how would you give advice on someone wanting to schedule it? You know, how do you do that in a weekly schedule? Well, and this is my own story, so it may or may not apply. But yes. for me, I realized because I am a horse trainer and I did that for so many years as my primary source of income. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just so like keenly aware that at any given moment when we're in the saddle, we're doing one of two things. We're either adding out value or we're taking it away. Absolutely. So you can't, you can't miss those details. You can't, you can't check out on your horse. And because I realize that when I'm listening to podcasts or I'm having a phone call and I'm, I'm trying to have on my business brain when I'm in the saddle, that doesn't work too good for me. Right. So I've had to set aside time to do something else. So I'll either take my dogs for a walk to stay physically active. I started riding a bike in yeah, 2020 and I bought this big old ugly used bike. I call her my appendix quarter horse mare. She's like a good <laughs> model. That's uh, so awesome. I That's so her Orca. Um, long legs, so I had to get a big bike and, and she's pretty ugly, but she's smooth compared to my first Walmart version. Um, but what I've found that when I'm on the bike, it doesn't care. I, I'm not going to decrease its value unless I run into a rock, which I have done. But that's time for me to, to get my business brain on. And whether I ride for 15 minutes or 45 minutes, I set that side of time. I set that time aside to learn. I don't, it's very, very rare that I ride my bike and just listen to music. I don't do that mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's so valuable for people that watch or listen to our show is that you're at a certain level. You started this technology, you got, you're an entrepreneur, you're a top level rider, but you're still learning and you set your schedule to learn. And I, I don't think that process ever stops. I don't want it to stop. No. I love Donna K. Rule. Like one of, I've heard her say it multiple times over the past few years and such an iconic barrel racer and, you know, national finals cowgirl. And she said, I never want to get to the point where I don't or, or how she say it. She said something like. The more I learn, the more I want to know. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Donna and it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, that's absolutely. So what have you found out, you know, using technology when you're training horses and, and how you're talking about lifting the soft tissue? It, 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 you know, you and I understand that, but somebody that's starting out, they might not understand it. So with technology, they can really slow it down and they can watch it. Is that right? Yes. So as far as the, the new software that we have, and I call it Review My Ride, and that's an online basically coaching process where people can submit their videos and then they get personal coaching back oh, from either me or Michael or James Davison or Matt Reeves, you know, somebody else on, on the team who they request that can help their specific need, you know, get them out of whatever uh, stall they feel stuck in right now, or if they're trying yeah. to go to the next level. And for us, we can really use that app to slow things down and show them, you know, stride by stride, we can detect and help correct the mechanical errors and being able to, to draw lines, you know, what part of our software has like this little green stick figure 
that overlays on top of the rider. So you can see, it was so cool. We did this uh, for Jess Pope after he won the world this year, bareback riding. So I put that little app, I ran him through the software and he's describing how his arm is his balance point. And if you look, there's like a little yellow dotted line right down the middle that, you know, is reflective of where our spine is. And if you look at him, he is always symmetrical to the horse. Always. Mm -hmm. He's always, always in the middle. He's always centered. And he describes how he uses his arm to balance. And he talks about how important it is to bend his elbow. Well, for me, that's huge. Yeah. I have to have a bent elbow. And that's what I teach my students. Um, so, yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. It's so good, man. It's so good. That software so that we have those visuals and those aha moments. It definitely now can expedite the process of getting results with your horse. Uh, that's so great. And it gives access to, once again, people like you to um, help educate them. And um, they, it, it's a lot less expensive, you know, doing this away than trying to haul somewhere and, and trying to buy in for time. This is the best way for sure. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. I want to hear about more of the items that you have on your platforms and, and maybe some of the new, more new stuff that's coming out because you have so much going on. So uh, we'll be right back on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Uh, welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen, here with Kendra Dixon. She is a founder of Stall High, and she is also host of Women's Pro Rodeo Today on RFD TV. So Kendra is just uh, just changing the world. I'm telling you what, with all this education and, and uh, access to some of the top, top rank, uh, riders in the world. So, um, you know, we're so we're, we're behind it 100 percent and love what you're doing for the industry. Um, Thanks. Let's talk about rodeo for a reason. Um, would you all mind right. explaining that and how where that came from? 
Well, um, back in 2007, I was sitting in our church and the preacher was talking about a new, I think we were opening a new campus. And I was sitting in church and we're praying, everything's quiet. And back then, you know, I was trying to be a good little Christian. We went to church a lot and I had my horses and I prayed and I, any chance I got, I want to talk about my faith. Well, I felt like, like I didn't really know what it meant to talk to God. I think I was hearing from him, but I was still doubting it sometimes. Mm. So I was sitting in church and I feel like God said, hey, about that free, about that clinic, people have been asking you to teach. I want you to do it. And I'm thinking, I am a nobody. I, I haven't won anything on the pro circuit. Yes, I have my permit, but it is a permit. So who is going to listen to me? What arena am I going to use? I don't have, you know, a big, you know, fancy uh, name or big prizes to give away. And I realized I was arguing with God, if that was really him talking to me. Mm. And of all places, I was sitting in a church. And so I said, okay, okay, okay. You know, if this is really you, God, I'll do it. Clear as a bell, I heard him say, for free. Wow. So that kind of floored me. And for 12 years, I taught clinics, barrel racing clinics around the country for free. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) uh, I mean, again, it sounds ideal. Um, I can hang my hat on the fact that we did it and it taught me a lot and it allowed me uh, an avenue to share my faith. Um, In 2017, we celebrated the 10th anniversary of Rodeo for a Reason by giving away a saddle a day online during the National Finals Rodeo. Wow. And we did that for three years in a row. And it was crazy. That's when I really under, I was starting to cut my teeth with social media Mm -hmm. and recognizing the power of the audience. Mm-hmm. So I think the first year we reached 248,000 people online in 10 days. Incredible. And it doubled the next year. And then by the last year when we did it, uh, we were doing just a little live, you know, message and a saddle giveaway on the one Facebook channel. That's it. It had over 50, 15,000 comments on a 30-minute video. 15,000 comments. So I, I recognize the value of social media. Um, that definitely played a role. Now in 2019, I got challenged in the way I was going about sharing my faith. And that's when this whole process and the shift started. You know, I thought I was embracing social media. No, God's plans were, hey, this is actually called digital marketing. <laughs> You're going to learn a thing about digital marketing and how to sell things online. Let's Let's start there. And then building a brand that is more suited for the marketplace. And at Stall High, I'm not overt about my faith. It Mm -hmm. is a marketplace brand. Rodeo for a reason is still near and dear to my heart. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. It has an amazing pageant and a fun activity attached. And I love spending time there. But what I found, Scott, is that when I was spending so much time at Rodeo for a reason, I was neglecting my business. And I was... Mm -hmm almost going bankrupt. That's mm. scary. Yeah. When when you're passionate about sharing your faith, but you're also, you know, obligated and dependent on horses to pay the bills, I couldn't manage both. 
So in 2019, I made the shift to a marketplace brand. And rather than, you know, feeling like I've, I'm solely responsible for rodeo for a reason, which of course I'm not, <laughs> it's a mystery, right? Um, I always felt like I had my hand out asking for donations, asking mm. for donations. And that ministry was always dependent on me asking people for donations or doing the free clinic and asking them to make a donation or a sponsor to donate a saddle so we could reach more people. And now that we're, we're actually reaching more people and more people listen. And because we are building a more authentic relationship with them, we're going to have those same conversations. It's right. just not as uh, overt and it's a lot more comfortable for people who aren't comfortable talking about faith yet. Right. You don't want to talk faith. That's cool. We can just talk horses and rodeo. If you need yeah. help entering rodeos, we have a class for that. But when it does, uh, when it does unfold, I now get to talk both. How great is that? So awesome. Um, I, I love that journey too. That's so, uh, so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Let's, let's talk about some of the classes. You just talked about entering rodeos. What are some of the classes that y'all teach? Ooh, this is a good one. It's a good one. Yes. Matt Reeves, we call him like Rodeo Google Reeves. <laughs> Eight time national finals qualifier. He has been our coach at Stall High and he has a blueprint. So he has a strategy for pro riders that are already winning. So if you got a horse, even if you're a bull rider and you're already winning by the end of this season. So September, if you're pulling checks and you want to make a run for the finals, he will teach you how to enter within six weeks and make the finals. Wow. So that you have to haul your butt off for 11 months and wear your horse and your rig and your bank account out. So that's my plan. I realized looking back the years that I was able to get in the top 15, mm -hmm. I learned it's one thing to get in the top 15. It's another thing to stay in the top 15 right. <laughs> long enough to get to the finals. If I had known Matt Reeves well enough then, I would have asked him to help me. But mm -hmm. there's a stigma. Rodeo people tend to be very prideful. And Matt makes it okay. He, he loves to ask questions. He encourages all of our students and listeners to ask questions. And for that specific class, he will look at your circuit. He'll look at your budget. He'll look at where you're successful right now. And he will help you handpick what rodeo arenas you're going to go to, what what perf you ask for, whether you choose slack. I mean, he has it down to a scientific, measurable blueprint. Wow. And that's just one thing that we can help riders with at Stall High. That's so great. So they just go on the app and they'll have this. Um, what, what, what other classes? Give, give us another one. Because to me, that is so exciting because, you know, as opposed to spending so much more money, just like you say, going up and down the road, um, there's your blueprint. Just follow it. Yes. Just take the steps. So it literally. I could have saved thousands and thousands of dollars. I could have saved thousands and thousands of miles. I could have saved wear and tear on myself, my family, my horse, right. and uh, just definitely done things a lot quicker, I feel like. So I'm, I'm happy to shortcut that process for other people. Um, we're, I'm excited because we're coming out with a new, um, a new event. So we're changing the structure a little bit at Stall High. And I'm actually glad we're not live right now. 
because nobody knows this yet. I haven't made an announcement. <laughs> only the internal team knows. Like our our uh, our members don't know yet. Okay. So I don't know when we're going to edit this, but um, I have I have this idea, and it's been happening already. So I'm excited to make it official. We're going to start running a challenge and we're going to do a free five day challenge online where we help people run a half second faster with their barrel horse. I love, love teaching um, non-traditional barrel racing. Mm -hmm. It is not conventional. It is not the way I was spoon fed. It is not the way 99% of barrel racers are still running barrels, but it is very different and using the software and having the science to prove the mechanics and why it works is huge for us. So once people come in and um, start to get results in the first five days, we will then up the stakes, up the offer. And if they stay in a, a deep dive class with me for three weeks, so the remaining three weeks of the month, I will guarantee 5D riders that I will help them shave a minimum of a half a second off their time or their money back. And that's that's all the chips, you know, in a, in a 5D race. Half a second is everything. It is. And it's oh. minimum. So as it scales for 4D riders, I'll guarantee 0.4 seconds at least for wow. your money back. And then wow. 0.3 for 3D riders, 0.2 seconds for 2D riders. And someone even who's already been to the NFR and has the gold buckle. Well, we can all learn from each other. And I'm so yeah. confident in what I've been blessed to learn that I can help even the top riders get one tenth faster or their money back. And I'm excited wow. to bring that through Stall High. Oh, how exciting is that? Changing the industry. Uh, I love it. I, I love Stall High. I love everything you're about. Let's talk real quick about maybe the bits and the sunglasses, some of the other cool things that are on there. Okay, so this was my big step into digital marketing. <laughs> when I when I embraced digital marketing and I realized I was going to have to stop trying to depend on horse sales and outside horse training as my primary source of income and that was so scary to let that go. Right. To send horses home, to sell the last few horses and just whittle it down to my own private herd, that was a life change for me. That was so weird. It just felt weird. Mm -hmm. It's like riding flip-flops. It didn't make sense to me. Right. But when I did it, and I originally thought I was going to offer digital marketing to other brands in the Western market. And I spent a year on the phone mm -hmm. every day with brand owners. Hey, Kendra Dixon, here's what we're doing now. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> What's in your hand? We can help you sell anything. I had this awesome team. I'm like, guys, I have found it. Like this online thing is so awesome. And these guys I have these amazing guys that know a lot more than I do. And whatever you have, whatever you sell in person, we can sell online. Nobody took me up on it with <sighs> the exception of Accelerate Equine and the Cow Lot. We sold a lot of hats for the Cow Lot. For the cow lot. Glenn Orms, I love that man. So yeah. he believed in us. But most people, again, they just looked at me like I had my hat on backwards. They couldn't understand it. Mm. I got frustrated through that process. And I finally had to listen to my own voice every day. I said, what's in your hand? We can sell anything online. Right. Well, what did I have in my hand? I had the lanyard bit and it was a bit that I had designed and had been selling at clinics for, I don't know, five, six, seven years. 
and I'd been using it and everybody loved it. But I was like, well, I guess I should practice what I preach and put this online. So I built a landing page, which was very rudimentary at the time. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was so proud of that one simple little funnel. It was a simple little landing page. I love it. I love it. All my story. Went and saddled up my old roan horse, Dover. There he is right there. And I, I got got our goddaughter, Shelby, to use my iPhone, made a video talking about the lanyard bit. And that son of a gun sold out in eight days. I love that so much. That's so much grit right there. You just did it. It took off. And I've just floored. I mean, from early 21, well, no, late 20 maybe is when we started until June of 21. We sold 5,000 units online. I don't know anybody who sold 5,000 bits online in less than a year. It kind of makes you wonder if these other people that said no should have said yes. They were probably like, oh my goodness, how did we miss the opportunity? You know, but once again, it's just forward thinking that you're doing and it changes. And and, uh, the industry has to keep up. But I love that. I think that's a good opportunity to encourage people. If you mm-hmm. keep getting no's, keep it doesn't going. necessarily mean you're stepping in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's strong just, right there. Trust the process. Absolutely. And, um, and, and I have been told, yes, it's hard. Like I, I've been told recently, thank God, the hardest part's behind me now. Whew, <laughs> we got that licked. Are we as far along as we want to be? No, it's a process. I hope I'm never as far along as I really want to be. Yeah, that's right. But don't let somebody else know deter you. If it's what you truly believe you're supposed to do, stay after it. Keep after it. Keep learning. And you'll see day by day, just like riding a horse, it's going to add up. It's going to get easier every going to get easier every month. It's going to get easier every year. And then you're going to look back and say, whoa. That went really fast. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and some of your closest friends and family, they'll say no because they don't understand what what you hear in your spirit. And if you just keep going through and keep going through and keep getting better, it's going to happen. And I love that testimony. What's the Garth Brooks song, uh, Unanswered Prayers? Mm -hmm. What if those people had said yes to me? Right. What if all of those brands that I called and offered to sell their products for them, I would not be here. I wouldn't be using this technology right now. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I wouldn't know, you know, I wouldn't have the time because I would be committed to taking care of other people's ads manager and business accounts. Right. Now you're selling bits like crazy. And let's talk, golly, it's going so fast here. We got quick time, but let's talk your sunglasses really cool. I did see a pair the other day and they are so cool. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, they're stall eyes. And again, it was just kind of something to play around with digital ads, you know, and I, I like those frames. I always choose a frame that's lightweight and comfortable. That's going to fit under our cap or our cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. And it's real important for me that they stay on. So the first commercial that we made, Credence Fatrell came out here from Pixelworks. She had her camera. She lives up in the Texas Panhandle. And uh, I was like, man, it would be so cool if we had a horse that would buck on camera. And then we could prove how well the glasses stay on. So I called Jim Bob Fritz. I know we need to go to the break real quick. No, Jim no, Bob no. Got no a horse awesome. bucks. He goes, no. He said, call Garrett. 
All right. So I called Garrett. I said, Garrett, you got a horse that bucks right now? He said, no, ma'am. He said, but there's a guy that wants me to take one and work him. He's coming in. And I was like, great. Like, I'm thinking he's going to say next week. Like, when are you going to get him? He goes, I'll pick him up tomorrow at four o'clock. I said, can you swing by? We want to video you. Well, <laughs> he comes over. He puts on his leggings. He's got all the pearl snap. You know, he gets this big Palomino horse out. And this Palomino had a like reputation of bucking. Well, I didn't know he was going to buck that hard. <sighs> Garrett gets in our refining pen. Cree's ready to go with the camera. He socks his hat down. He's got his stall eyes on. And that sucker blows in two and bucks Ooh. him down right in front of the camera. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't mean for him to get hurt. We just need yeah. a little crow hop. Yeah. And his wife at the time, she said her name's Pacey. And she found out later that he got bucked off. But he had ridden 50 horses. Like, he hadn't been bucked down in 50 horses. And of all days, while the camera was rolling, he got bucked off in front of the camera. And his his friends gave him so much crap for that. But it is the coolest possible video to demonstrate those glasses. And uh, that's that's just kind of a fun story behind it. But, that's yeah, awesome they stayed story. on. That's such an awesome yeah. story. Maybe not for him, but... For for the oh, glasses, for so red, and I was leaning over the wall like Garrett, you weren't supposed to come off. Are you okay? He's <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. And uh, I said, did the glasses stay on? And Cree, I don't know if you know Cree, no. Cree it's for trail or not, but she is a hoot, and she never needs a microphone because you can hear her three counties over. She goes, <laughs> hell yeah, they stayed on. So we're just laughing <laughs> and celebrating like that was the launch. Proof of concept in the lab. <laughs> what a good way to start it. Oh, so that's so awesome. Then go on the app and get those. Is that correct? Shopstallhigh.com. Shopstall. Okay, that's awesome. That is awesome. I can't believe we're like three minutes over. My producer's going to kill me, but it, this was such a great show. I, Kendra, I appreciate you so much. I consider you a friend and I appreciate what you're doing for the industry because, uh, you're shaking it up for the good. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I have a special offer for your listeners. Oh, my. So if they want, um, if they want to send in videos and they want that private coaching to come back to them, go to reviewmyride.com and use discount code Knutson. And they're going <laughs> to have to look at your name to spell it. Absolutely. And they will save 50% on their oh own. Oh, my goodness. What a special gift. Thank you so much. And. That's just wonderful. And I'll make sure, you know, Steve will put that in the notes on, on all the um, links and, and that is wonderful. And thanks for doing that for the show, um, for everyone who watches and listens to our show. And, and I just know they got a hoot out of it. So, uh, Kendra, thank you so much. And, and guys, thank you so much for listening and watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com.